Generation. There you go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Burn Park here in Piscataway, New Jersey. We are here for the last word on hockey. Season 1, episode 11. We're going to be talking about the New Jersey Devils today and their acquisition, well, not really acquisition, but signing of Mark Recchi and as an assistant head coach. Uh, What's up, Boots? Getting in the picture. We got Coach Jay, Mark's here, Kevin's over there. I'm Jim Berenger. Say hello to everybody. There he is. Um, we're going to be talking about like Recky. We are going to be talking about the Islanders' win last night. It was a big win for them. We're going to be talking about Dallas and Vegas tonight. Can't wait. So we're going to start it off first. Devils. We have a signing by them on their coaching staff. Uh, Lindy Ruff is a new coach, but he added. Mark Recchi, which is a big acquisition. He's won the Stanley Cup multiple times. He's worked with the Pittsburgh Penguins the last couple of years, and he's helped that power play really well. And for a young team that has Jack Hughes and Nico here, this is a great addition. It's a huge addition, and you know what? Pittsburgh cleaning house helps the Devils big time. You get a guy like Recchi, that's instant credibility right off the bat. I mean, he's got cups as a, as a coach. He's got cups as a player. Right. I mean, that that that, that guy's a, a star a star in his own right. He brings a lot of credibility to that franchise. The Devils are looking to move upward. There's no question about it. They're trying to get out of the doldrums. Yeah, I mean, look, it's crazy to think that the Devils have been turning into, like, the Penguins organization with all their hires because that seems that who they get. But you know what? This is a great signing. They keep Elaine Nazardine on. Um, you know, some people are uh, not happy about it. I think Naz is a good defensive coach. I think he's a good coach. He's, some guys are born to be assistants. Just look at Kirk Muller. What he's doing with Montreal, he has the trust of Claude Julian. And if Lindy Ruff wants guys like Nazardine around, that means he was doing something right. Um, Recky is huge. I mean, that power play, the Devils' power play is not great. But, and that's being nice. It, it flat out sucks. Because um, they don't have the talent. They just don't have the talent. But that's on the general manager, but they have the prospects. And they were ranked number two in the athletics, the prospects behind the New York Rangers. So that's saying something with uh, what Shiro did before he left and what Tommy Fitzgerald's been doing. But adding Recky, now you have Hughes, Keisha, Palmieri still there. Hopefully they get him the long-term contract. So you have pieces there now that they can figure some things out, run the offense. It's going to help them, and it's going to help their goaltender, Mackenzie Blackwood, because they want to be playing defense in front of them all the time. Oh, right, Coach? Yeah. Give me defense. Every goal he wants, defense. you got to give him defense to have a chance. So, you know, it's, it's good to see. And Blackwood's such a nice young player in the league. And you know what? That was a bad piece of goal. You also like, don't know what they're going to get in the, in the draft either. No, they don't. So they're going to get a good pick. But, so. but you like Blackwood, right? I like uh, I like Blackwood. Now Schneider's going to be out of the picture. So yeah, the, the Schneider era. The Schneider is gone. gone. My, yeah. my Not era, era. 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 I mean, it's era. Era. I mean, to give him, to, I mean you, can't, you can't beat him up. I mean, when you no. replace a legend, it's not easy. I mean, not everyone is Steve Young in football. You know, when you replace a legend, it's going to be a tough thing to do. But the reality of it is... He's always been injured. It's a shame because the Devils wasted his prime years. At the time, it was a great trade. But you can go back and look at the fact that, you know, Bo Horvath's turned into the player he has for Vancouver. So, but you know what? The Devils are doing things. They yeah, couldn't have known that. No, you couldn't have known it at the time. But you got Rex coming in now. He's being stays. They're going to uh, bring in a new goalie coach. Uh, not there anymore. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. So, so, you know, we'll see what happens with the Devils, but I like the signing of Recky as a coach. Now let's move on to the Eastern Conference Final. And what a game last night. A series. We got a series. We have a series. And you know what? I was talking with Will last night. Shout out to Will. Cherucci, uh, thanks for having me on Instagram last night. This is how we work. 
uh, together, make everything perfect. We were talking about last night. I've said the biggest difference maker in this series, and I have a piece check out last word on hockey for it. The biggest difference maker right now in this series has been the Tampa Bay penalty kill. Yeah, I mean, going back to the, the, the five-minute major yeah. back in game two, I think it was that was the turning point of that game. If they, if they don't kill penalties like that, you know what we're looking at? Look at the Islanders up two games to one. Absolutely. I think I really feel like the Islanders have outskated Tampa. The problem is Tampa just has talent. And talent sometimes can overcome hard, although in a, in a short playoff series, you never know what's going to happen. Basically, if you look at it this way, the home team held serve. Yeah. So Tampa won the first two games, which would have been in their building. And now the Islanders won game three, which would have been in their building. Tonight we see what happens in game four. If you, I mean, tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night in game or four. Or afternoon, actually. Tomorrow it's three o'clock and it's on USA again. No, right? it's on NBC. Oh, finally NBC yeah. decided to put it back yeah, exactly, on? Exactly, yeah. Oh, because I thought they said they were just going to be on USA okay. again. Nice. If they paid for something, they might want to show it, Exactly. Right? No, but I hear what Mark is saying here because, you know, if you look at it, big turning point game two, Islanders, five-minute power play, doesn't score. And then Tampa ties it. And he's getting quality shots. And then they have a five on three, don't score. Again, last night, game is tied at one. At the end of the power play, they score. Pellet gets the goal. But again, they're not even entering the zone. There's no zone entry. Tampa Bay standing them up at the blue line. And Andre Vasilevsky, best penalty killer for them, right, Jay? Unbelievable. That guy is like lights out. He's, he's always, he's always moving. He always looks big in the net. He goes side to side. He looks like he's giving nothing up. And Alamo better play like he did this last game to have any chance in game four. This, now, a question for you, Coach Shea. For Alamo back in the net, did it help him that he got to see a little bit of Tampa in game one, even though it was a blowout loss? Because he looked really good in the last two games. Oh, absolutely. He, he has famil familiarity with, with what, he, what he dealt with, with with their barrage. And he came out, and he looked really fresh and sharp and, and very... Uh, Agile, which he had to be to win that game in game three. And also for you, real quick, because we know Vasilevsky up for the Vezina, is Varlamov going to have to match what Vasilevsky does every night for the Islanders have a chance? He's going to have to be... As, he's going to be better. He's going to have to be... He's going to have to be better because he's going to see yeah. more. He's going to have to raise his game like he did in game three even more, and he can't give up any bad goals. Yeah. No lazy goals. Gotta make you gotta try and make the save every Guys, shot. I look at it this way, that's why they brought him in here. Yeah, they didn't exactly. bring him in here to be a second banana. They brought him in here to take control of the pipes and to be a playoff goalie who's gonna match this guy or be better because honestly, Tampa's got more firepower. And you know, yeah. have more hustle, Tampa more firepower. And speaking of firepower, I mean no no Braden point last night. We don't know his status that's for big. game four. The Islanders took advantage of no point, no Kalorn. He's gonna be back now after being suspended. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see their lineup. If point is still out, the Islanders have to continue to take advantage of no Braden Point because he's the odds-on my favorite right now if Tampa would get Vegas to the Stanley Cup Final. But you know what? What showed me last night is the Islanders will the win because they're up 3-1. You're like, okay. But then Tampa comes back, ties the game. Islanders, Brock Nelson gets that late goal. You're like, oh, no, here we go. Tampa's got the puck in the zone for a couple minutes. Shattenkirk at the point, keeping the puck in four times. Longmont comes up with the big save. And then Pajot gets the empty net. And Kucherov, I, you know, he's a good player, but you don't need to be whacking a guy's leg on a breakaway. Nope. And this starts, stops, and fights. And I said this on Will Show last night, and I'll say it again here. I know Islanders fans were pissed off at Sparky Goudreau for the cross-check to the head on Brock Nelson. Good on Goudreau for... Stepping up and fighting Matt Martin, 
he wasn't sure he was going to do it, but Martin's like, all right, let's go. And now that's squashed, and everybody can move on and play some hockey. I'll tell you, I think one of the key players for the Islanders, and, you know, I was looking at it from the defensive standpoint. I mean, it's like he's so underrated. Nobody, like, he's like, he's like, like they hit him in witness protection or something and then broke him out for the playoffs. Because, I mean, this guy, he not only has he played solid on the defense, but he's also been an offensive force. I, every time you turn around, you see him on that left point. When that puck's about to come out, he sneaks in and keeps that puck in there. And then he gets back to his point. He never gets caught. You know, underrated. And you know what? I think that Tampa uh, Bay made a mistake clawing that timeout with a minute left after the icing when they had the Islanders in the zone tired. So, because they gave the Islanders rest. Because they can't get the because the Islanders couldn't get their guys off the ice. Yeah, based on the rules, you must keep your guys on the ice who caused the icing. I don't know. Good pick up by you, Coach Jay. You texted us that yeah. last night. Yeah, I don't Coach Jay was on that. Man. He was on that right away. No, and he's knowing the rule book right there. And you know they what? Didn't. They didn't because the Islanders looked tired. The Islanders looked tired, and if you had that big line out there, they would have done some damage. So now we got a series and. Anybody's game in game four, I mean, if the Islanders can figure out a way to get a 2-2 going to game five, you know what? Look out, because they have a chance to go to the Stanley Cup final. But again, it's all dependent on the status of Braden Point. We're still early on, and I always look at it this way with series. Until someone breaks serve, it's not a series yet. Right. You know, if the Islanders would have lost yesterday, that would have been a catastrophe. But they held serve. Right. And then tomorrow, if they hold serve, you look 2-2. And then it's a best two out of three, and anything can happen in a best two out of three. It's when one team goes up 3-1, that's when you know your back's up against the wall and you got to do something. Speaking of a team that could be up 3-1, the Dallas Stars. Could be the Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars. Shout out to Ron Harvin's favorite team. There you go, Ronnie Harvin. Ronnie Harvin. Uh, Ron, Ron. How about game three? Let's talk about that because early on in that game, full tenders do between Leonard and Hudobin. Looked like it could have been a one nothing. Could have been like a one nothing. I was thinking it. Uh, offense, they only scored five goals. But I'm going to jump to the Radulov goal 31 seconds into overtime. What a shot that was. Unbelievable. What a and, shot. How did he get that open? Pass, and what a pass by Pavelski. The, yeah. the pass was, was ridiculously good. The shot was ridiculously good. But why was he that Learn. open? Learn. In overtime, overtime is like, what's the axiom of overtime? Either you're going to score quick and it's going to be over like in like in 30 seconds or two minutes or it's going to go forever. And that, and that overtime didn't go long. I mean, that was a great shot. I blinked it was over. That was a great shot. But Lerner didn't hold his ground. And he looked like he wanted to anticipate it was going to go down. If he would have stood up, he uh, could have saved that. Did he think somebody was streaking? Did he? My thought process: Did he think someone was streaking down the middle, and there could have been a pass play? Like, I, don't I don't care who's. I don't care who's in that. That went off post and in. Yeah. So I don't really care who's in that. That's a great. That's a hell of a shot I, right there. By I say up in New England, it was wicked hat. I think the one goal he's going to want back is the Jamie Ben goal that went off the stick. When oh he went my God! Yeah. under him. Yeah. He looked, he, he looked that, like he was handcuffed. That was, it was, that, that, that was like a shovel thing. He, he was he was looking five-hole. It was really, you know, you want to turn that five-hole into a two-and-a-half-hole, and he yeah. looked more like a ten-hole by the time it was. But, you know, i got to give credit to Dallas. No one gave him a chance in the series against the, uh, Vegas. Uh, 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 but uh, 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 who predicted Dallas on You this, did. On uh, the same. The same. It's still 2-1, you know. Uh, I went on the limb. But you know what? Climbing back to the trunk. Dallas has looked like the better team in the series. Vegas got to figure out their offense because you know what? With Stone, Pacioretty, Carlson, Marshall, all these guys and Shea Thuder are playing well in the back. They got to figure out offense. You know, they got shut out in the first game. Go back against Stemco. Maybe goalies are in their head a little bit. Stone got a redirection. Their guys haven't actually been scoring except for 3-0 in game two. But again, well, two of those were those late 
Pierre said on, on, on the telecast, he said they look really comfortable when they play with the lead late in games. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the, that's their shtick. That's and what they it, do. And they almost, we almost had another buzzer beater, Jamie Penn on the back door. With yeah. Atlanta yeah. late in a pattern. Jamie. What I was saying to somebody on uh, Thursday night, yeah. I said, you know what? Maybe we could get a quick game overtime tonight. Sure enough, game's over like that. You know, this is anybody's series right now. I, you know, Dallas has been the better team. I think we're going to, I think. We're going to see a better Vegas team tonight because if we don't, Dallas is going 3-1. Well, I think one of the other things, too, that that helps Vegas get their, their head locked in is the goaltending situation because we kind of had this, like, one-and-a-half head yeah. monster thing going on. Yeah. But the rumor has it, and Jimmy broke this in the last word, is that we've got a five-year extension that's coming down the road for, uh, for, for, for Mr. Leonard. Obviously, they can't announce it until October 7th. Huh. They, can't, they, they can't, can't officially, officially announce, announce it until October 9th. But they, and then they asked him during the interview yeah. if he had the contract. He's, 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 he's got to be coy. Signed. He can't say anything. He's, it's a CBA violation. If exactly. Yeah. But, he's, but focused the on winning, he's focused on winning a Stanley Cup. Right. Looks like Marc-Andre Fleury's time in Vegas is over. We'll Barring injury, he's done. He's done. Barring injury. Pete the has decided that Leonard is the future of this team with a goaltending situation, which is a shame because Flurry has played well there. Uh, but he was, was the face of the franchise for the first two and a half seasons. Exactly, but you know what? It's more to be done for lately, and Mark Andre Flurry has not played well this season. way into the playoffs, play around. But the, way, but the way they were really well at the beginning of 2017-18 uh, season was ridiculous. No one saw that. They were one of the best teams. But again, they were misfits. They were cast off. And but the they line, also had a boatload of cap space to be able to do those cap Right, but the, line, but the line had them playing the system. All right, give it a year. Now teams figure out how to play against that system, and yep. they're not the same team. Right, which is, which is why they made the move mid-year. 
getting rid of Gallant. Everyone said, how could you do that to the only coach you've ever had in the franchise, the guy who, who put this team together. But, you know, if, if you're a one-trick pony and people adjust to you, man, you got you got to you got to fight back. You got to adjust back, and you can't just double down on your system. And look, look, Nashville got rid of Barry Trotz for after how many years? Right. So and look, so did Washington. Well, he walked. He walked Washington. He got rid of Washington. He got rid of Washington. And you got to pay a coach. The, the owner didn't want to pay him, and uh, and the Islanders were desperate to keep their superstar at that point. So they figured. By bringing in Lou and by bringing in Trotz, they would keep Pajama Boy. No, but it didn't work out that no, way. No, Lou doesn't it was sign better. those big contracts anyway. No, so. no Lou's never signed. Lou thinks of forwards as interchangeable parts. Exactly. He builds the team from the net out. It's been his MO forever. Exactly. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Game four tonight between Dallas and Vegas. Boy, there he is. Scott Stevens, Hall of Famer. Shout Hall of Famer. Um, teammate of Bruce Driver. Bruce, if you're watching. Bruce, if you're watching. Check it out. Um, Nobody hit people over the middle like that guy. And we got game right, four Eric. tomorrow afternoon, 3 p.m., Islanders and Tampa Bay. Leave us your thoughts on who wins each of these games tonight and tomorrow. We'll be back on Wednesday. And just for the record, he's wearing skates. That's why I look so short. Yeah. Jay, you're DNA. always just short. I thought okay. it was a DNA. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody. This has been Last Word on Hockey, Season 1, Episode 11. We'll check you on Wednesday. How do I shut it? End it. I can't see. I'm not my glasses.